Let me see. We got a dude. I, look at my fucking like. Look how many people on my team got injured though. In my defense, it's fucking pathetic. Paris Campbell's has more functional ACLs than he has points uh, on your team. Right dude, now. I was really glad to hear that. Yeah, well, because he put up less than one point. So how you get that? Yes, that's the joke. He, I, so he I, looks good. He has stop. flashes. To be fair, let, let me let me start the show and we'll go right into it because I, okay, I, I, okay, I have okay. so much so much to fucking say. Holy shit! They lost the Browns. They lost ah, the Browns. I, I'm <laughs> erupting. I'm erupting with with Bengals feelings right now. All right. So, welcome Football Hot Boys. I am your hottest boy, AJ Kunze, and I am joined by two slightly less hot boys. We got uh, Cody White and David Petrus. Say hi, boys. Hi. And, I'm uh, the second hottest up? boy this week. Yep. And we got Ricardo in yep. place of, uh, yeah. To um, uh, to our regular listeners, you will notice that uh, Clark is dead this week. Yep. Uh, but don't worry, uh, he'll be back to life uh, next week. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, enjoy the butt plug convention and take a lot of pictures for us. Uh, Clark, yeah, we'll see you I'm next week. I'm looking forward to it. All right. What size are you this week? <laughs> How big do they get? Do they come in, <laughs> they come in Coke can size? <laughs> Picks or it didn't happen. That's all I'm going to say. Picks or it didn't happen. True, true, true. <laughs> oh, man. So it's great to have football back, but we managed to have a slightly more depressing week than last week, guys. Isn't that great? Even when the good things happen, they're still covered in this gray miasma of, t- of 2020, right? And that's because this will be the, the bloodletting week where everyone died. Every single yeah. player died. Uh, and you know what else died? And we'll get to those dead players. But what else died was my Bengals love. My much, much touted Bengals optimism came to a screeching, crashing, bloody, gnashing halt this week in what I can only describe as a travity, travesty against football on Thursday night. Um, I still like a lot of stuff about this team, guys. I still love Joe Mixon, still love Joe Burrow. But um, the things that are bad about this team are uh, stuff that you could not start at the University of Tulsa. Like, they're just not professional-level players on the <laughs> so offensive bad, line dude. or the defense. Like, they have the worst. Uh, do they have the worst defense? Just straight up. Yes. Do they? Yes. Yes. Like, yes. my God. Yes. I have never looked at a defense and said, you need I don't to know. Yeah. Who would you put ahead of them, Pete? I mean, you say the Jets. I was going to say the Jets are up there, too, man. <laughs> oh, like, the Jets are bad. Holy fuck. The Jets are real bad at defense. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever looked at a defense before and, like, go, oh, you need to replace every single one of these players. Like, you, you literally don't have a player that I would feel comfortable giving significant playing time to. And that's why you're play- why you are paying Trey Wayans $14 million a year to be bad at football and, and hurt right now, which is another thing. Uh, it, actually, DJ Reader's okay. Congratulations, you have a nose tackle in 2020. Um, but other than that, that entire defense needs to be replaced. And same with the O-line. It's a fucking atrocious O-line. Just, it, it, it's yeah. like a bunch of Girl Scouts getting blown over in a heavy wind. It's, it's, it's awful. I mean, it's it is impressive that Burrow is able to do anything because he's literally running for his life on every single play, and he's still. I mean, I'm not a Burrow like, you know, I don't think he's, I don't think he's the greatest thing on the planet. Like, you know, I know you're super high on Burrow. He's obviously got a shit ton of talent. If he was on a a better like um, roster with people that actually like help him out, especially on the O line, I mean, you're 
AJ Green, man, I don't know what what's going on there. Tyler Boyd's your best receiver right now. Um, and he's he's good. However, like if he's your only receiver, you got nothing. I don't I'm not high on Joe Mixon. I don't think he's that great, to be completely honest, but that's just my take. I refuse to engage with you in that bad faith argument. I mean, I know you do because that's your point. You planted your flag. You're, you're, you're attempting to bait me into a, an argument that I'm, I'm not going to give in to you. Um, <laughs> All right. So when they drafted Joe Burrow, I thought that there was a chance that he, or what I assumed was going to happen was he was going to be the, the Brett Favre of that organization where he comes in and kind of pulls that franchise out of 30 years of trash and elevates them. Okay, so... Our tradition, overreaction Sunday. It's it's week two of this guy's career. Let's let's not get too much on the rocket ship to shit town. But I'm way more concerned that he's going to have an Archie Manning career, where he's one of the best players in the league and is just caught in like a, a whirlpool of despair for 15 years. Or he has something like Andrew Luck, where the dude's like, "Okay, I'm done. I can't take this shit anymore," and 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 pieces out. So I'm I'm way more concerned that that's the case because everything I thought that was good about this team is terrible to profoundly average. Um. Well, I mean, are we talking about are we talking about Burrow? Are we talking about Deshaun Watson right now? <laughs> so I'm being serious. That's something yeah. I legitimately am worried about. Well, l- let's transition to that game. Actually, I don't really want to. Well, <laughs> let's spend a a minute or two in it then. So I didn't feel as hopeless about this game as, as you did, obviously Uh, the score, the score looks nasty, but I mean, it was a 10 point game going into half and it was more of an issue that the Ravens are just so much more explosive than the Texans are. Like they're more consistent on both sides of the ball to be completely honest. They just are. Yeah. They were able to kind of play them tight and tough and then boom, pop one big play, boom, pop another big play and it's over. And and yeah. And and, I mean, Brandon cooks did Brandon cooks things. Yeah. What he caught almost a hundred yards or a hundred yards, I believe. Um, No touchdowns. That's what Brandon cooks does. He he gets (laughs) yards. He doesn't, he doesn't score. He doesn't. (laughs) That's why, I mean, He's he has so much potential and always has. He's either injured or just getting yards. Yeah, he never makes plays. He doesn't. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think. But that, you can always find Darren Fells in the end zone. <laughs> I know, right? I, are, are we ready to um, classify Darren Fells uh, as fantasy dickhead along with uh, Cameron Brait, where every time he scores, everyone's angry because it's just like, ah, oh, that's fucking useless. I mean, unless useless. you play him because he's a. He's an end zone machine. Like he's just a fucking touchdown diamond, man. Yeah, but would you play him? He over... plays. You start him. Two catches. Two yeah. catches. You're betting on that volume right there. But it, yeah. So fantasy deckhead. Touchdown Darren a week. T- touchdown every week. Sixteen touchdowns yeah. this year for Darren Fells. But like, Perfect. It, it's like I don't even want to spend too much time on this game because I don't either. Yeah, because the, the, <laughs> it's the, depressing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's depressing for you, but like, it just kind of shows that. Houston might actually still be a good team, but when you pull the most explosive piece out, you're going to lose games like this. Like when you don't have the ability to pop off and score at any moment, the teams that do are going to well, smoke you every time. Even so, tight. that like these games, what I've seen, we are better than I thought we'd be. I will be completely honest. Uh, David Johnson got completely shut down in this game, but he's really our only consistent weapon, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> do you think he almost had a bomb? They but didn't he almost really, caught a, just a long ball. He only had two receptions. Like I wanted to see more of that. Would you? Would you think? 
I don't think we're beating the Colts. I think we're beating the Jags. Do you think, like, who's the best in our division is what I'm trying to get at? Like, from what you've seen currently, so, is it the Titans or is it the Jags? I, I think we should transition right into that game. But I'm sorry, the I, Titans are the Colts, not the Jags. Oh, the, t- the Titans and, well, I, I think it's the Titans. But, but, but let, let's kind of go to okay. that Titans. Uh, I kind of like the Colts personally. That's just my take. Uh, well, we'll get to that too. But I thought this was maybe the best game of the day. I mean, we'll we'll talk Kansas City, LA in a little bit. But this game was close and down to the wire, and I believe it was a, a last second field goal that that or last two minute field goal that did it. And the thing that really stuck with me was Ryan. T- I really wish that Clark was here so that we could talk Ryan Tannehill because he has pushed Ryan Tannehill into the pit of despair. He has disowned him. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback too. I don't think he's I, right. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Same. Thank you. We're yeah. all on board. Like, I think that's a bad take. Like, yeah. The dude is clutch yeah. as hell. He's he not- on an Island. Yep. On I think one. he is yeah. like, he doesn't put up crazy numbers, but the dude wins games and he's a good leader. Like that's he wins games. At the end of the day, that's what you want your quarterback to do. Well, and he fits perfectly into this team as far as yep. what they're going to do. Hand the ball to Derrick Henry and then just get it to people who can make plays. And John yep. Smith is proving to be a guy who, who who can make plays. He didn't just sit here and score two Darren Fells touchdowns. Like he was explosive. He had a a very long play. It was like a 50-something yard play to get downfield, and then he finished it uh later in that drive. And for a guy who is not that tall, not that fast. He's really great at getting separation, really good at um, at making big plays. And he's fucking spreading the ball all over the place, throwing to guys like Cameron Baston and some guy named Andy Fix- Anthony Fixner. So like he's getting the ball around to a lot of players, and he's elevating guys, and he's winning games without A.J. Brown. Because I, I, that was one thing I was worried about. I'm like, how, how much of what Ryan Tannehill did last year was just A.J. Brown being super fucking good? True. Um, but he's winning games without him. And I'm not going to s- sit here and well, pretend that he just beat the, the, you know, the 2007 Patriots or anything. Like, uh, he beat Jacksonville. But can I can I put won, one little thing out the there? One little comment. Yeah. I hate to interject here, but yeah. he's also making Corey Davis look like a football player, dude. Corey Davis. I was just about to say that. It just did. Corey Davis is alive. It's, it's full moon all year, baby. He's here. <laughs> he used to only be useful once every full moon, but full moon all year. Corey Davis, the lessons Devontae Parker taught me. The fifth year breakout. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Fifth year breakout. Yep. Trust in it. Trust in it. It's a Trust re- the process, it's, it's man. A, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Speaking of real things, guys, it's time for our weekly segment of Do the Jaguars Have a Quarterback? Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, Gardner Minshew, he threw four, two picks today. That was something he yep. did. Um, yep. He also took some very Gardner Minshew sacks this week. He, uh, where he ran to the sidelines and got his shit kicked in when he had all the ability in the world to throw it away or just run out of bounds. But so he, he once again, they have a backup quarterback starting. Yep. That's, yep. that's where we're at. I still stand by it as well. So, I'm right there with you. I'm not buying it. We still get a quarterback here for Jacksonville. We oh, still get a quarterback. He, here, here is my slightly evolved statement on it. And I think this is going to be how I hold the rest of the year, regardless of how Gardner plays going forward. I think if Gardner Minshew plays well enough to pull you out of a situation where you can draft a quarterback, like if he pulls you out of that top five picks, then I think you roll with him. Because 
when he does good stuff, it's like fuck, because that dude dropped some dimes today. Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm not, a, I'm not necessarily like a Gardner Minshew stand or anything, but he dropped some pretty, pretty balls today. Like I said, the lows are super low, but the highs yeah. are super high. Again, uh, are we talking about Jameis Winston? <laughs> like, it's the same. It's the exact same thing. Not as bad. Not as bad. Oh However, it's the same thing. Gardner. So this, I mean, this goes back to our to our last argument that Cody and I were on yeah. is the swagger and the leadership from Minshew you want on your team. You do. Oh, yeah. You like the the can throw a ball and the dude knows how to rally a team. Absolutely. Yeah. But that doesn't make him a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like you gotta you gotta, you gotta get rid of the rookie the rookie rust. Exactly. Yeah. I I, I agree because because the bad stuff's gonna hold you back, and it's not like the bad stuff that you got with Favre or even a little bit with with Mahomes or I, let's not say Mahomes. Let's say Watson because Watson does do that too, where he tries to a little bit too he hard does. to make a play. He forces it yeah. sometimes. Absolutely. I, I, the lows are lower than that, <laughs> and the highs are, are are not quite as high. So he's like sitting in like a Diet Coke. Uh, Deshaun Watson level, but he's also not doing that Josh Allen thing where he's turning seven point drives into three point drives. Like he's, he's hitting players that are open and when shit falls apart, uh, when he's not throwing a pick, it's not really on him. So like, I, I, I'm still going with like how he lost the game. Yep. Like how he lost the game. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, so so like I said, I'm still going to off the, uh, the lineman. Yep. (laughs) Yep. 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 So I, yeah, I'm, I'm still with you guys, but my ears are perked up a little bit and it's purely because the eyeball, like I, I, this is one of the games I got like heavy eyes on uh, today and there's, there's something, there's, there's some prettiness there. I'll say, I'll say that much. Um, but Jacksonville's, so can I, can I just touch on something really quick yeah. with Jacksonville? Yeah. And this 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 is going to be a way too early, way overreaction week two. Yep. But James yep. Robinson is the real deal. I, Dude, the dude's the real bro, deal. He popped off. Yes. He popped off. I he's, was surprised. He's, he's deal. Six point four yards a yards a carry. Um, workhorse, workhorse. I'm I, done. I'm I'm still gonna say he, he's a bit plotty for me. Uh, I I still think whatever. I I also think that they're gonna uh, they may roll with him for a couple of years just because they may be smarter this time and not spend the fourth overall pick on a running back and think you can build a franchise around it. Is he? I don't think they dropped a running back either. Wait, is he better than Fournette? No, I don't think so either. No, but I I also think that when you're building a team, the last piece you get is running back. So, Tampa Bay, dude, they look clean. They look clean. The better. Bucks look clean. They look better. I thought they looked pretty good. Um, I, uh, I still think Tom Brady looks creaky, but that just may be Tom Brady now. Uh, he, he, Fair. Well, it's because he's calling plays. He's calling plays in the huddle, and then he's looking at his wristband. Like, he's still trying to figure out the offense. And, and that's fair. Sure. Um, he did throw what I thought was a particularly ugly pick, um, which is not a very Tom Brady thing to do. But he also learned, uh, when in doubt, throw to Mike, throw to Mike Evans. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, dude, Mike Evans, beast. Dude's yes. a beast. So, like, if it's if it's on his block, he's just gonna catch the ball. I, and I do think, uh, no hate to Chris Godwin, who's who's fantastic, but the 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 rocket ship that was Chris Godwin last year, I think, made us not appreciate Mike Evans quite as much. Uh, but he, he was a total freaking monster today. And yeah. who else was a monster? It was uh, Leonard Fournette, who was actually there for more than four days. 
Um, <laughs> uh, the ability to abuse people with Leonard Fournette is, I think, something that really does elevate this offense and that if they hadn't made that move to bring him in, I think it would have been a much less spicy of a situation going on there. And I do think that if they can break some of the the bigger hunks of rust off Tom Brady, I do think this is the best, second best team in, in the um, NFC. Yeah. Though, okay, that's actually a good little... Well, for little, sure. Yeah, that's a little good little rabbit hole well, to fall he, down this week, actually. When you... So... When you have Leonard Fournette and you run it on fourth and one and the dude breaks off for like 27 yards, almost 30 yards for a touchdown, like you don't you don't envision Rojo doing that. No, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the whole thing. When Bruce Aarons is like, yo, we're going to go with Rojo. It's just like, how long is that going to last? Because I like Rojo. I think I think a lot of people I think a lot of people do. But you're not Fournette. And that dude is just he's a freak of nature. He just is. (laughs) I, I, dude, Rojo, I, I have been like on the anti Rojo. I've been wearing anti Rojo bands around my bicep since he. I thought you liked Rojo. No, I don't like. All right, fair enough. He was one of those guys where like, he's not super strong, but at least he's slow. Like I, I, he was, he was one of those guys that I just never understood how he was going to win in the NFL. Like he he can't break tackles. He can't pull away from people. He's an average receiver. I just. He got overdrafted, so we think so. Now he has to, like we have to justify his existence. So I, I, I don't think he's a he's a Chevy Chase. He's a medium talent. Um, All right, man, your rabbit hole. I'm sorry, rabbit hole. Oh, so so one thing I wanted to ask about was based off like let's suck the vacuum down to these two weeks. Who's the best team in the NFC? Because I, I actually have a pretty strong feeling about this. Just based off what we saw. Well, as a, the NFC, as of right now, I'm going to say the Saints because we haven't seen that week two. Oh, yeah. okay. So I agree I with that. I, I personally have been shocked at how good the Rams are. They they look like the, the well, I guess that would be the Super Bowl. Was that 2017 they went to the Super Bowl? Look a lot like that team so. as far as like pieces are moving around and sliding around and you don't know where shit's coming from. The Holy shit, a coach is actually scheming on how to get the ball in the hands of his good players. And... I, I can't figure out what happened last year on why that team was so fucking boring and depressing. I kind of think it was Todd Gurley. Like I really felt like that was like a progress stopper. Like he slowed stuff down so much. And because he was a little bit less dynamic and he couldn't be involved in the passing game as much, like it, it limit, it limited them. And now they have some bodies they can move around. And I mean, Robert Woods is getting as sure. many carries as anyone. And, and right. <laughs> Who knows? The Eagles could end up being really bad. That is a a possibility. That team is just bad. But they blew the fucking doors off them today. They made them. They made them look irrelevant. I think the I think the Eagles are really bad. Like they're yeah. way worse than I thought they were going to be. They let, don't look good. Uh, let's transition to that game because the the Panthers side of that Bucks Panthers game is really not worth talking about. Uh, sorry, Panthers fans, you're not going to get a lot of talk on this show this year. You're rebuilding and you're going to be bad and. That's part of the process. Sorry. All right. So Jared Goff was damn near perfect. Yeah. And Malcolm Brown, uh, Daryl Henderson, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Van Jefferson are all getting carries. They're moving the ball. Yep. You, you just don't know where they're coming from. And it, it Sean McVay was so exciting when he was Sean McVay. And he was like, everyone kind of got over him last year. Speaking for myself, I kind of got over him last year. But it, it makes you forget how exciting he is when he's exciting. 
So like I, I and the Eagles are just so flawed on defense. They're so flawed on defense. They just the the perimeter losing Michael uh, Malcolm Jenkins I think is huge for the middle of that defense. Like I do not think that guy got enough appreciation. Not the middle of the field is just wide open, getting picked apart by Cooper Cup. Well, if you go back to like if you go back to McVeigh and you like we're talking about last year, like I think he was just trying to feed and just get his usage out of Todd Gurley that he lost focus on everything else. And then with Cooper Cup getting hurt, like then you then you only have two options. You have Cooks and you have Woods. And then I have this giant playmaker in in Gurley. Who do I go to? Well, let's just feed this man until his wheels right. fall off and his wheels fell off. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I they kinda, did. Yeah, I kind of mentioned this before. Uh, Chris Westling, who's a writer over at uh, at NFL.com, uh, he always talks about the concept of, of progress stoppers, guys that you bring in to help or that are on the team that contribute, but essentially stop that team from growing because they're just there. Uh, and I, and like an example, like every team that brings Frank Gore in, Frank Gore is, is, is a progress stopper. Like you don't get young guys in there. You're not advancing your team. It's the body to get something done. And I feel like that's what Todd Gurley was last year. But I mean, I will always enjoy watching prime Todd Gurley, exceptional player, but he just, he just ground everything to a halt there. Um, and so, yep, it's an it's addition by subtraction. Hundred percent, and and they brought in some guys that are fairly dynamic. Like, I I'm not a huge Daryl Henderson guy, but dude's got some pop. He's been making it. Yeah, he's been making it work. I've yeah. actually been really impressed by it because, um, what like the first game last season he popped off and then he was pretty much a ghost the rest of the season. Yeah, he was gone all year last year. He was gone. He wasn't even a player. But I mean, with Acres going down, R.I.P. My dude. Um, yeah, he's he's been good you know he's been able to catch out of the backfield and puts you know what he averaged almost eight yards carry i think a little under eight so yeah he's killing it in one of the most ballyhooed parts of our conversation last week was me full bailing on baker mayfield putting that my parachute son on son of a bitch and jumping i am not bandwagon. i'm not buying it this week nope i'm not off it but i have my parachute on for carson wentz I have my parachute on. It's it's rough right now, man. He 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 is not. Crazy. I've had my parachute on for a while. Yeah, I, I I don't really get it. I I want to blame everything else because there's a lot of everything else that I hate. Like like sixty percent of his offensive line being yes, hurt. Yes, I hate that. I True. well, I, I hate that. I hate. Almost every offensive weapon he has, with the exception of his tight ends and Miles Sanders, like all of his receivers, I think the best one is Jalen Rager. And Jalen Rager to me just screams that particular kind of receiver that is always either out or has some sort of soft tissue injury that's slowing him down. So we always have an excuse for saying that he's not good. And th- So are you saying like, Deshaun Jackson? Yes, exactly. Like, is he Deshaun Jackson Deshaun 2.0? Jackson 2.0. Or nope. just like, yeah, is it, it, basically any other, or, or Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, or any other receiver. Yep. They have a type, guys. Super yeah. quick downfield threat, but if I get a soft tissue into it, I'm not playing for three weeks. Yep, exactly. So I just, <laughs> I know there's like a ton of respect at the front office of that um, organization, and they have pulled rabbits out of their hat before, but... Oof, I I don't know. They have not constructed something. Also, 
I think every week that JJ Arcega, that the JJ Arcade white guy, uh, throws up a zero burger, we all take a shot because <laughs> dude's throwing a zero Absolutely burger not. up every fucking week, dude. Dude cannot record a stat. Oh man. Anything else to say about this before we move on to something worth talking about? It was depressing. That's all I got to say. Okay. No. Speaking of depressing, do you want to pull no. the bandaid off now, Pete? You just want to, just want to do this? Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. Fucking do it. This was good oh lord. How how much scar tissue Ugh. do you have built up for Falcons games like this at this point, Pete? Brutal. Uh, well, in our Discord, I made the comment that I haven't taken a full breath since 2016 because we've been choking ever since. <laughs> Dude, it's it's because it was rough. Fulfilling prophecy, man. I was popping off on no. a different chat about how I, I even said this and I ate my fucking words today. I said, Hey, Houston's bad, but at least they're kind of fun to watch. And then all of a sudden the Cowboys throw up 450 goddamn yards. Like what the hell, man? For real. Well, it's and then, insane. so I'm just going to jump to the very end with this onside kick. It was bad. Like what Holy the God. fuck? Like we have that we have the hands team, right? It's called the hands team for a fucking reason. It's not the volleyball team. It's not the dance around the fucking football team. It's the fucking hands team. You jump on the ball. All of them were standing around it, watching it. Like, is it is it gonna go ten yards? Is it gonna go ten yards? I don't give a fuck if it doesn't go ten yards. Jump on the fucking ball. Well, it, it, they <sighs> Dallas pulled some fucking pop Warner shit. Like they laid the ball on its side and like basically kicked it to like roll and yeah. spin so that if you touch yep. it it might zig no, it or something on no t exactly yeah mexican hat dancing around this ball rather than jumping <laughs> on it and I, well, we were watching it we were like is yeah. it gonna go 10 yards this is cool oh it's spinning is this like spin the fucking bottle i'm gonna kiss this bitch like get the fuck out of here stop it <laughs> well anyway it's, it's time for matt ryan and it's time for dan quinn to go Oh, I'm hard. sorry. Trade Matt Ryan. Have somebody absorb his contract. Dan Quinn, peace the fuck out. You, like, just time, time to do something. Time to change it up. Because if you can't find Julio, who, like, come on. I mean, Calvin really is good. I get it. Julio's pulling coverage. But you can't find Julio in the fucking end zone or anywhere on the field. He's he's arguably one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best receiver in the NFL. Like, and you can't get him to have any kind of production. We have a how problem. Many, how many attempts was problem. there with him? Well, this he, game. I think like five. I think five, and he caught three. But I'm not well, he, positive. Yeah, he was two for twenty-four. But they had that trick play where Russell Gage threw that deep one, and it bounced right out of his basket, like through through his hands yeah. in the end zone through his fucking hands. Yeah, it, it was nuts. That's a super not a Julio Jones sort of play, and so no, like, this was my read watching this game, Pete, and. It was on a second screen for me, so so tell me if I missed the narrative here. Um, but it really felt like the Falcons put him in a hole, but that hole was kind of dug by Dallas. Like, they blew that call. They blew that coverage on Hayden. They didn't have a guy on the same side of the field as Hayden Hurst on that touchdown. Like, he was just didn't wide open. They didn't. And, and then way open. They had they, then they had like a turnover deep in there, and then they had two fake punts that went sideways on them. So like they, they had they had a couple of fake punts. Yeah. They had a lot of fumbles. They, they had a they had a lot of like ball mishandling in the first half, and then the second half they started bailing their way out. And then in, and in typical Falcons fashion, the fourth quarter 
we just forgot to show up. Like we, we didn't hydrate or we forgot that we were playing football in the fourth quarter like we usually do. And we all just said, you know what, guys, we got this. We have a 20 point lead or a 12 point lead. Let's just, just lay off the gas. Just and coast, well, yeah. we laid off the gas. Well, and, and it, there it went. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying was like it was almost a phantom lead to begin with. Like uh, uh, like Dallas Absolutely. super let you into this game and then just took you right back out of it. And also, For sure. side note on this motherfucker. I don't know if you guys have noticed or the other betters out there have noticed that the overs for fuck's sake no off season has really hurt the defenses and overs are hitting like a motherfucker. So, over hitting this game, bet the well, overs. But <laughs> if there's if there's an over for any kind of Falcons defense, bet the over because our defense is trash. Mm-hmm. Our, we're going to get scorched every single game. It's going to be a shootout. If you can't if we can't keep up, we're going to lose. Like that's just what it is. Our yeah. defense is garbage it's a dream situation betting the over is the most fun thing to bet bet the over bronco steelers was gross is i think terrible if i had to pick one word because the play was bad and the events were depressing okay so injury injury Injury. teased at the beginning of this episode everyone got hurt this week the amount of people that got hurt this week was i can't remember Unbelievable. unbelievable and heartbreaking injuries yeah like saquon like there's so many bad injuries in this bad game for yeah, that one that one was tough injuries. week not game bad for yeah. the sport um yeah one thing that i am still not a I, no ill wishes to this gentleman but one thing i'm still not 100 sure is bad for the sport is drew lock got hurt and he got hurt getting absolutely planted like a sapling into the ground by bud Dupree, who is one of the most underrated defensive players in the league. Uh, seriously, uh, but Dupree is great. But got slammed. So I'm. Then at this point, we have no word on what his exact injury. Nope. Um, is shoulder something? Shoulder something. I wouldn't be surprised if his collarbone's broken. That's just kind of what it looked like to me. Just yep. fucking smash right on top of it. Um, Jeff Driscoll came in and played pretty decent. He. Decent in that he kept them in the game. Uh, he threw a pick and just was super inefficient. But right. okay, let's. Isn't that what Drew Locke did in Week One too? I, yep. I, I, I'm still. I'd never even bothered getting on the wagon for Drew Locke. I was jumping from the second one. I'm deeply concerned that he's going to sink the LA front office. But the good news is uh, Jerry Judy recovered from a rough first week and and played pretty solid. Portland Looked pretty good. Made a brief appearance, dominated, and then immediately exited again. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Because what he showed up, I was like, "Let's go, let's go." Anyone that like follows our whole uh, our fantasy uh, league here, I gave up a lot for Cortland Sutton, so mm-hmm. I don't want to get into that. You don't yeah. want to hear about it here, but just let, let you know, seeing him get hurt was not fun. <laughs> yep. Well, also, he's just, I think, super fun to watch. Like, I think he's yeah. just very... He could do everything. Yeah. Like, he just, he's just, he's not, it, I wouldn't say he was extraordinary at any specific type of play, but he could literally run the ball, throw the ball, slot receiver, out, like, what do you want? Like, he's everything. Yeah, well, as far as, like, injuries, like I said, injuries that are bad for the league, I would I would put Cortland Sutton in that. It's yeah. a less watchable sport with Cortland Sutton gone. Um, and also, Noah Fant is here, guys. He's here. He's a thing. Yeah. It's he's really fucking good, um, and they're gonna draw a lot of plays around him too, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like the 49ers. And I mean, we saw that last year too, where near the end they were they had a lot of like tight end specific plays that were clearly made just for him. 
Yep. And so he's so damn fast. That's yeah. For as big as he is, like it's nutty. Massive, massive mismatch. Yeah. Um, So we haven't even really said what this game was. It was a Pittsburgh ended up winning this game 26, 21. Uh, However, so that was, it was that close because of how bad Pittsburgh played. Yeah. If it wasn't for Claypool on that one play, like oh, thank you yeah thank you for bringing that up the only reason they won was, it was, i was just about to say remember the name okay remember the name chase claypool played really good he also had a big drop yeah also had a really big drop um they were just that's okay yeah they were constantly okay. turning the ball over kind of being inefficient james connor who everyone buried last week buried the broncos yeah he (laughs) killed it yep i I mean i think we did the same thing last week i mean but we saw it as overreaction sunday so we're on brand uh and then benny snell who everyone had covered in a gold encrusted crown uh averaged 1.7 yards carry so hey it's more uh, than i could do so it's not bad 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 player don't christen bad players just some advice what about roethlisberger how much bad how much longer how much longer he's got is this is this going to be a trend Um, or is it just denver's defense i think it's a little bit him coming off injury that's a trend yep i also don't think he's i also i am also steeply 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 involved in the hashtag bring back fat ben fat ben is a better player than skinny ben is i it's nope, a huge I like part Skinny of Ben. Game. Nope, Fat Ben's better because I like Skinny Ben. A huge part of his game is just his inability to get wrapped up, and he's still hard to True. take down. I'm not gonna like. Nope. Nope. His 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 donk was not the entire reason he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he did go down a couple times easier this week than. than but, fat ben. And that's okay. So 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 Fat Fat Ben is a problem, right? He does off field. He has off field issues. He's a shithead. He's a horrible person, right? Skinny Ben. Did you guys watch the interview after week one that he did with reporters the, when the they were like, hey, how's it how, how's it to be back? The one where he says he had a porn addiction or, or whatever. That's last one. No, 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 no. Wait, that, see, that's Fat Ben. That's Fat Ben. That's Fat Ben. Fat Ben talking, that's man. Fat we're talking ben. about the new and improved. That's Fat Ben. Fat horny so Ben. We're talking, we're talking skinny Ben. When they're, when they're asking him, hey, Ben, what, what made you want to come back? He said, he, honestly, he goes to the players. He goes, I almost didn't come back. He goes, I almost retired. He goes, but it's, and then Juju walks by, right? And he goes, that's my QB. And then Ben's like, it's for playmakers like that. He goes, those guys are the reasons that made me come back. Barf. After the first, like the, before the first game started, Barf. he walked around and he hugged all of his players. Skinny Ben so, is here. It's so no fun to hug fat keep people. Skinny so Ben. I'll be real. This, this no. story, this story works, man. This story works. If you were on Dancing with the Stars <laughs> I, or if you were on America's Got Talent. Fuck Ben. However, <laughs> this, is not, this is not that. You got to win games. You got to play. You got a ball. No, there's no reason that you should have been this close. A, no, no. Either way, it's a trend. He's he's throwing bombs. He's he's going to be here for years to come as long as he has playmakers. Oh my, Ben Roth is Ben. No player that I can remember in recent NFL history has been more obsessed with his own myth making than Ben Roethlisberger. I just constantly feel like this fucker's trying to sell me a bridge. Like he he is constantly like, oh, I'm always hurt. Oh, this elbow injury. It was like the worst elbow injury. Like they had to like genetically engineer a new elbow from like chimpanzee cells to put in my elbow because my elbow was so destroyed. Like, and it's like, no, you fucking. And that's why he's slinging bombs. There you go. He's half half mechanical. He's just launching it out like a Roman candle. I don't buy it. Bring back Fat Ben. I, 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 I do not like this 
corporate constructed skinny Ben. Uh, I, I don't like it. It's just a Bring PR stunt. All right, so so real <laughs> quick, uh, get at us. FB underscore hot boys. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Hashtag skinny Ben or hashtag fat Ben. Hashtag fat Ben. Let's do this. All right. So Justin Herbert. Kansas City Deep Chiefs, balls. Los Angeles Chargers. Gentlemen, Chiefs in overtime. Steal the win from Justin Herbert's yeah. first start. Tyrod Taylor Amazing. was evidently assassinated pregame uh, and was not able to play. So at last second, with no prep, fucking air bear. Justin Herbert comes into the game and plays good. I will say Wait, that's he plays like, like a rookie. What's that all you got to say? Yeah. Against the best NFL football team? The best American NFL football team in all the land. He played good? He played good. He sent him to overtime. So his stats, 22 for 33, uh, 311, one touchdown, one interception. Okay, the reason I'm Three being... 311's a shitty band, by the way. I yeah. just want to throw that out there if anyone got that in their head, that they're yeah, a good d- band. Don't come at us with with, with it, that fucking white guy reggae. We're not, we're not listening to it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, it's very hard for me to say nice things about Justin Herbert. He, I have... I was not, was not originally my take, but I very much jumped on the board that he was the new Mitch Trubisky, that he was a body beautiful beautiful sculptable piece of clay but was just not a good football player i'm still not ready to come off that take he he played well he's he still does the thing that is that's driving me nuts and what ultimately i think sink him is that he is so late on every single throw he makes like he has to wait for the opening to almost be closed, be so open and then almost be closed before he throws the ball. The touchdown he threw, that's, the guy that's coachable. The, the guy was just standing True. there for way too long. It, he did, so there's that thing when you're super late in the routes where the wide receiver turns around and he's like, uh, "Am I going to keep running?" And he eventually kind of starts backpedaling, facing the quarterback. A lot of stuff completed was was that. Also, he overthrew. Um, he basically. Forced Mike, Mike Williams. Williams, yep, to, to basically stop his route at the back of the end zone because he was open for so long that he ran out of field. And so like there's just way too much of that. That's that's still however it's coachable. Yes. And yes. So. However, He's got zero reps with the ones. Yep. He's got no rhythm. You was, fix that, it, it's a completely different story. Did not get a week of prep as a starter. It was the last second thing. I get that. Literally everything else was great. He he played really good, and he took the Chiefs to overtime. Um, and he also made me excited about a player that I had written off, not necessarily for him, but for the team. Make Keenan Allen look good. I mean, Keenan Allen's good. Let's be real. But he some, threw to Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen looked like Keenan Allen, and I was like, "Let's go." Someday, someplace, someone will finally put respect on Keenan Allen's name. Like it's. Dude. Well, and Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams' stock is going up with Justin Herbert. I mean, I mean I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, that. let's chill on that. He's two for 14 today, but like, I, I see the potential. The I'm potential. not chilling on it. M- Mike Williams. This is Hot Boys, bro. Hot okay. takes for the Hot Boys. Hot, hot, hot takes. And Mike Williams is a hot, hot boy. He is. He He's one of those sexy, sexy prospects. Big, you know who else is? Beautiful. You know who else is? Who else is? Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is a sexy boy too, but he's 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 a known. I thought you meant Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly is impressing me. He had 23 carries today. What the fuck? I was watching that game and I didn't even realize he had the ball that many times. Holy fuck! 
Only because yeah, you thought board. it was Austin Eckler, but yeah. it was Joshua Kelly. I, I mean, he didn't do much. So I always thought that he was another one of those guys, kind of like what I said about James Rob, uh, Robinson, where like he's good, he's a professional football player. I just don't know how he wins over his competition. Like, what about him is exceptional? I feel like he does everything fine, and he's going to get what's there. Um, but I, I and I, I think that's kind of what they need out of that second role, personally. Like Austin Eckler is the guy that's going to give you the, the money carries, and Joshua Kelly yep. is going to carry the lunchbox. Um, yeah. I, I guess the last thing I would say in this game is I think the Chargers are better than people give them credit for, but I say that every year, and every year they disappoint me. Um, yep. And I, I also think that if you rush the quarterback, no matter how bad your team is, you can beat anyone. And I sure. do think yep. that that was kind of the thing about this game is Patrick Mahomes handles pressure as good as anyone in the league, and it still caused them to almost lose to a very bad team. Yep. So, um, so yeah, rush, rush the quarterback, rush the quarterback, rush the quarterback, rush the quarterback, and you'll win. Chargers are better than the Texans, essentially, is what I learned from this game. <laughs> I'm just I'm being honest. Well, Anthony, Anthony Lynn's a better coach. Like yes. Anthony Lynn's a he's a great coach, oh, and that's God. what it comes down Which to. Which makes a better team. Oh my they, God! If Anthony Lynn was coaching the Texans, oh that'd be beautiful. Oh he would. Go man, so, can you imagine? He would get so Oof. much out of Watson. Oh, yeah. Actually, Oof. like I kind of feel like robbed now. Like I have a much grosser feeling about the Texans than I had a second ago. Yeah. Good. Sorry, man. My Welcome. bad. Welcome. Yeah. Barf. All right. Speaking of Bart, <laughs> Bears Giants. Um Chicago, Chicago, Chicago beats the Giants. Oh, uh Lord. 13 to 17. Joy. Uh the Giants Lord. are the Bengals of the NFC. The shit yep. on their team that is bad is so bad. Absurdly bad. Terribly bad. Not NFL worthy bad. Um uh James Bradbury is the only guy on that defense that you don't have to replace. Uh because Xavier McKinney's out, and we don't know who it is. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll lock that back. Some of the defense linemen are fine. But the unit as a, as a whole is bad, and you're paying Blake Martinez $10 million, $10 million a year, so shame on you. Um, so on the other side of the ball, I think the Bears might actually be the most, I think, well-defined single team in the league. I think I have a better feeling for what the Bears are than I have for any other team in the league. They're going to beat bad teams, and they're going to lose to good teams. And they barely beat a trash fire Giants team. Yeah, they did. And it was, it was again, just because Mitch couldn't quite punch it in when he had to. Like He, he, he couldn't finish stuff. He turned the ball over twice. And the only reason they were in it was because Daniel Jones is allergic to possessing a football on on his team. He will find new creative ways to give the other team the ball. I, I've never seen it before. M- maybe I've seen it from Carson Wentz on occasion. But other than that, Daniel Poor Jones guy, man. just he, he can't keep it. It, it. It's almost a sports psychology issue at this point, man. Like He just <laughs> has to give it away. Um, oh man! And also, we mentioned this earlier, but Saquon Barkley is Dunzo. He's Dunzo for. And that game. team without he was he was that it's, team it's, without him, everything yep. goes to Daniel Jones. He can't handle pressure. He's going to do exactly what you just said. That, that that team's done. In fact, they might now be the worst team in the league. Without Saquon Barkley, yes. they might be the worst team on the league. 
Yes, I, I would so, probably say that. The worst offense in the league, maybe, for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. So what are the odds that they go out and they pick up one of these free agent running backs I think and then high. they're no longer the worst team in the league? High probability for Devontae Freeman. Yep. I would say high probability. Uh, I, guess I was, I was thinking the same thing. Yep. Yep. And, I agree. There are parts um, of, of this team that I like. I think Darius Slayton has... Potential. I'm not going to say he's going to be a star, but he has star potential. Yes, potential. It's going to depend a little bit on on where. He I is. like Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram like, balled. He's, he's, so he had a couple of nasty drops too. He, he did, but he played it. He, he was one of those games where you go, "Oh yeah, El, uh, Evan Ingram's like really good." Like it was like a reminder game. Yeah. Um. And again, someday, someone, somewhere, we'll put respect on Golden Tate's name. Like he's a, a way better player than he gets credit for. However, those are all just yep. like pretty good players. Like I, we talked a little bit about this with with Houston, where you don't without Saqu- Saquon Barkley was that player that allows you. He to was be a star power essentially. He, he allows you to be explosive and to score where you need to score. For you sure. don't have that anymore. Like uh, Darius Slayton can take the top off sometimes. He, he's not even a pure speed guy like Ted Ginn or McCole Hardman, where, where where you have that that element to attend. It's he can do it every now and again. But other than that, like you you, you can't score. You can't score now. And if you're, especially if you're developing Daniel Jones, like, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do? Now you have to throw to Evan hard, Ingram yeah. on a 10 yard pass every play <laughs> or attempt to check down to just check, say, down. check down to Deion Lewis, who, who, as I was watching that game, I'm like, okay, he's running okay. And then I watched the look at the box car score afterwards. I'm like, okay, two yards of carry. So yeah, yeah. he's Deion Lewis. Yeah, not, nope. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Bears are going to, like I said, to wrap things up, Bears will beat bad teams, lose to good teams, seven and nine team. Giants so you know what I was you know what I was surprised by with this with this Bears team? What? Was David Montgomery. The dude played better after he got dropped on his head. Dude, I hate I, to say it. I thought his he, career was over. Like when I was watching that, I was like, fuck, that looked bad. Cause he like literally it looked real bad, like a lawn dart straight down on his skull. Like he like knocked his skull straight into down, cage. like it was on the bad. Yep. And then after the second half, like okay, the last two minutes of the of the second, we're not going to play him. We're going to go into halftime. We're going to give him a break. We're going to get X rays. We're going to make sure he's okay. Third quarter, we're going to come out banging, and we're just going to let him run the ball. And he looked better than he did in the first half. I was like, okay, maybe just just drop this dude on his head before every game, and off we go. <laughs> Yeah, I just do that Gus Farrat thing where he smash him in the head before the game just to like knock all the cobwebs loose. Also, uh, I want to give us credit for one of our lost episodes saying that uh, Darnell Mooney was immediately the third best receiver on this team. And he went out and proved it. He is. They have something in him. All right. Speaking of just sad things lost for the season, let's just say what happened in San Francisco and move on with our lives. San Francisco 49ers um, had the worst blowout win of any football team in the history of football. Um, they took the jokes that are the New York Jets and abolished them, exiled them to the shadow dimension, uh, 31 to 13. However, shadow realm. In the process, they were struck by a nuclear bomb, and every single one of their players got hurt, including yep. their starting quarterback, uh, who yep. I, at this time we don't have exactly sure what happened, but it looked gross. Looked really bad because it's one of those things where Nick Bosa. Yep. And Nick Posa, who is is also dead. But anytime a player stops and just grabs their shit, 
It's like they know. Like like <laughs> my whole shit. They don't even they don't All even of it. they don't even have to like freak out and go, oh my god. Like if they just stop and grab it, like you're you're just like, oh well shit. And and that's yeah. what happened. Like he, he got he got it's it's hard to see because it's kind of a noisy play, but something happens to like his lower leg and he just drops to a knee and grabs it. And he's like, fuck. And you can see it on his face. He's like, fuck. Also, Raheem. Yeah, he was like, he was like getting held onto like a tree trunk, and then somebody came over the top. Mm-hmm. So his leg got, got folded underneath him, and then you just see him reach for it and sit up. I was like, oh, nope, this is, he's not getting up. Nope. It's a bad sign when your healthiest offensive player is Jordan Reed. That's like. Yeah, that was weird. That is. That was super weird. I forgot he was in the NFL still. I, I think he did, but he went seven for 50 for two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, yep. So everybody hit that waiver wire, hit it so good. That changes it, next week. That changes next week with Mohamed Sanu. That's true. He did come in. He's, he's going mean, he, to he, up some of those targets for sure. That's it. He didn't He didn't have a chance to practice or learn the playbook for this week, but next week it's a whole different animal. I don't expect Jordan Reed to be out there swinging. It's going to be Mohamed Sanu's show. Also, res- respect to Mohamed Sanu. Had a great career. I think he's done. I think he's done. I think he's another guy that runs like he has blood clots in his legs. Like he just doesn't. I think do he still it. has it in him. All right. Speak, speaking of hashtags, hashtag uh, lock him up, Adam Gase. Put him in jail for crimes <laughs> against football. Lock him up. Dude, that team that team's hard to watch, it man. Is, <laughs> Good God. Whatever the opposite of art is, is this. It is a sin. This this is fucking awful. And you're They're bad, man. Frank Gore, Frank Gore, Frank Gore, whose son is currently playing college football. 20, is that a real stat? Wait, is that real? 21 yes. carries. 21 what? carries. Yeah. 20. He had as many carries as Sam Darnold had completions. Yeah. Oh, my God. Congratulations, you- Sam Darnold, just being a soldier and trying to survive. Didn't throw a pick. Chris Hogan is your number one receiver. This is... <laughs> what the fuck is if that? If you made a team off waiver wire pickups, it would be this team. Like, like it is... It, it is trash top to bottom it's super you might be able to make a better team with waiver wire pickups right now like i would be willing to bet that i could go out and find waiver wires and make a better team this is hold on this is i'm gonna pull up the current free agents um in the nfl and we're gonna try to build a better team than the jets hold on it's like build a bear but it's football okay top 100 available free agents okay so let's uh see oh my god you can build a Pretty good. Holy shit. You can definitely build a better defense than the Jets have because your safeties are Earl Thomas yeah. and Haha Clinton Dix. You got uh, yep. Demarius Randall and Prince of Mucamara on the outside. You can build the defensive line with the yep. Dev- Devontae Freeman is a better running back than any of the running backs they have on the team right now. True. Easy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Delaney Hands Wa- down. Yeah, Delaney Walker is better than any tight end they have. Done. Tremont Williams is a better cornerback. Oh my god, this yep. safety, this Tony Jefferson. There's so many good safeties out. What the fuck? Packers get on that. Your safety play is trash right now. Um, their offensive line is terrible. They could have uh Larry Warfield, Cordy Glenn. Those are better players. Okay, so their wide receiver core is bad, but the best available receiver is Taylor Gabriel. So let's not. Demarius or Des Des Bryant Des Bryant I'd give Des Bryant Bryant a fucking shot we're we're doing it we're building a better Clay Matthews is a way better pass rusher than anyone else that's out there to it right now 
Uh, so don't tell me Chris Hogan is a better receiver than Des Bryant, even in no Des Bryant's 30s and of the no year way. out. Des like Bryant, I'm playing Des Bryant, who legitimately, <laughs> I am not exaggerating, has a peg leg right now, can play better. Like, yeah, correct. Oh my God, Jared. Who's Howard, the backup? Jared, Des Jared Bryant done. is a better one. Who's the backup quarterback for the Jets? Pete, do you know, or do I, or do I get to tell him? Go ahead. It's Joe Flacco. Woo! Oh, Stick him no. out there. I mean, I would almost rather have... I don't know. But Okay, so but here's the thing with Joe Flacco. He's not even healthy. Like, if Sam I Donald gets hurt, care. Joe Flacco is still not ready to come out Stick. and play. Stick <laughs> a sex doll with his jersey on it out there. It will move as good as Joe Flacco does. I do not care. Save Sam Darnold. Put him in bubble wrap and lock him up till 2021. You are not getting shit putting him out there and breaking his brain, Adam Gase, you fucking criminal. All right. <laughs> Moving on from this. You know who else is out there? Who who else is out there as a free agent right now, right? What? Antonio Brown. I knew but I'm going to take that eight-game suspension. I, I was about why not? To what do you that? have to lose? You're, you're at least interesting. I'm going to take... You're at least interesting. I'm going to take that eight-game suspension... And if I make it to the playoffs, I now have one of the NFL's best wide receivers ready to go for the playoffs yeah, with an eight-game suspension. Well, you're I mean, just just oh, not not the Jets, yeah. not oh. the Jets. Oh, I see what oh. you're saying. But if I but if I if I build a team, I'm gonna take that eight-game suspension. I'm gonna roll with fucking Delaney Walker. I'm gonna roll with Des Bryant, and then after my eight games, I'm gonna roll out fucking Antonio Brown and Devontae Freeman right. and Des Bryant, all right, all right. and all of a sudden. <laughs> to push back on this just for the funsies of of talking about it i was thinking about this today too it's a weird hive mind thing we forget how exceptionally insane he was when he was in uh uh oakland he was remember when he was wearing he was fucking a, crazy he was wearing helmet a steelers game. helmet at fucking yeah. practice and yeah. freezing his feet off and jizz blasting people in the back of the head and just doing totally insane. He was fucking crazy. Things. Sure. Yeah. Yep. He was it, absolutely it, insane. Fucking like crazy. You, you, you forget just how fucking wacko he got. Like he, I didn't forget. He can still ball though is the point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more worried about when he nuts on people against their will. That's more concerning than the balling, but it's football. It's football. I pay him the vet minimum. Listen, I pay him the vet minimum, and when he fucks up, then off you go. I I didn't lose too much money on you. <laughs> All right, I agree, disagree on that. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about the Packers. Forty-two to twenty-one over, over the Detroit Lions wasn't as close as it looked. They're a fucking house. Get ready for them. Uh, I'm totally on board. Aaron Jones is not getting cheaper. Animal. So pay him now. I was kind of on the fence there for a little bit. Like, oh, I mean, is Aaron Jones the kind of guy? You, yeah, you pay Aaron Jones. You pay, pay Aaron Jones. He, um, Some of the catches he made today were stupid. Absolutely stupid. Yep. Guys in his face, contorting in the air. He was their best receiver today because Devontae Adams, again, was another fruit roll-up hamstring incident. Um, what happened to MVS? Uh, he was MVS. Uh, he did exactly the same shit he always does. In that he catches three balls, and one of them was a fucking banger down the middle of the field, and then he doinked everything else that got thrown at him. 
I don't have his targets in front of me, but I'm always curious because he doinked at least as many as he caught. Like you had, he is like um, the Derrick Henry of receivers because he needs volume. Like you just have to keep pounding the rock to him until he pops off. <laughs> but you have to burn That's all it. those touches to, to to get the benefit for him. So is he an ideal number two? No, but I guess it's better to have him than not have him. Um, Packers defense is still bad. Uh, they made a, a really good adjustment at halftime and came out and played a lot better. But other than that, uh, the pass rush is still good, but it's not what it was last year. I think the league, league kind of got some tape on them, and they're doing a better job of keeping the Smiths out of their shit. But the only thing, I, only thing I'll say about Detroit is, without Kenny Galladay, their best player is, by a country mile, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. I do not understand why they're not giving him the ball. They, I mean, they were they were throwing it to him. I mean, they aired it out to him in week one, but they they I mean, he was more of a receiver. They, they st- it started off with Johnson, and then he got what well, I think he got two carries, and they're like, no, let's throw AP out there. It's fine. Let's well, just throw AP out there. It, it looked at looks to start like they were switching back and forth each possession between Carryon Johnson and Adrian Peterson, and Carryon Johnson had a really good first drive. He just ran over everyone. Kenny Clark was out, so it was just. Bam, 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 the entire first drive all the way down. And then nothing. Well, then Adrian Peterson came out and kind of did the same thing, and then the game got away from them, and they couldn't do that anymore. Like, their plan was, we're going to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, we're going to control the ball, we're going to play like this is fucking high school football, and then NFL happened, and yeah, which is the story of Matt Patricia. The NFL happened, and he became irrelevant. So... Well, let's not forget about Marvin Jones Jr. Like okay, he's yep, still a again. good receiver. Someone, someplace, somewhere. And you yeah. still have T.J. Hawkinson. But like when you're when you're two play like when your biggest playmaker is not out there, it's hard to get anything going, especially when you're rolling out Quintus Cephas as your number one. Yep, true. Who actually looked a little more dynamic than last year, last week, but still slow. Um, slow. It's, yeah, without Kenny Galladay, you're not going to keep up with offenses like Green Bay. You're just not. Nope. Again, the theme of this week is if, if you're not an explosive team, you can't win. If that's that's the theme of this week, you have to be able to score at will. Yep. Um, speaking of teams with no explosion whatsoever, Minnesota Vikings look Man. like a sad Man. dark corner of the nfl they suck dude Got what the whomped. what the hell man that was bad <clears throat> indie team that looked bad last week whomped them 28 to 11 lost me 30 dollars because i bet they kind of made it look easy and this yeah. was taylor's awakening uh he was awake like, last week but he is like but, i mean they just up gave him now yeah like he yeah they just gave him the ball and let him do his thing also, a tight end that I've never even heard of popped up. Mo'Ally so. Cox. Yeah, like I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> so I, I actually was as a he had a real big game last year too. Did he? I think there's an important. Yeah, lesson. yeah, he had one big game. I, I think this. Um, I think this 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 Colts team is teaching us an important lesson about how you build teams, in that you cannot. Just draft a bunch of rookies and like, okay, my roster's complete now. Like, with the exception of maybe running back, you can't just plug rookies in and expect them to immediately hit. That's true. They, they, I feel like they drafted Michael Pittman and it's like, all right, we're good at receiver guys. Peace out. We're, we don't need to like 
uh, get in the Emmanuel Sanders market or anything like that. Michael Pittman played okay. He would four catches, 37 yards, whatever. Did you see that catch, though? Yes. Did you see that catch? Breaking news, Michael Pittman is good. By golly. He's he's good. This team has no ability to, to score, like, with the exception of handing the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Like, we're all out on Phillip Rivers. He's still he was a little bit looked a little bit less like he was pitching bricks this week. But I mean he also didn't throw that much. And yeah. I mean, Campbell being out is huge it's for big. this team. It's way bigger it's, than I it's ginormous. Was. Yeah. Like he came to play this season because last year you saw flashes. And I saw week one. I'm like, let's go. It, it's time. His injury looks bad too. Like I I'm I would not be surprised if he's toast. It's not an it's not a terror. Uh, I did see that. Well, it's not a tear. We don't know what it is yet, but that's what I saw last. Whole shit, according to the it's way his whole shit. His yeah. whole shit's fucked up. Because, because really, you got, you're relying on on Zach Pascal and Mo Ali Cox to score. And yeah, my official player, uh, the guy who's fucking done of the week, goes to T. Y. Hilton. He's done. He's <laughs> he did not. Yeah. He's, which, by the way, that means that guy who's fucking done of the award of the week has gone. To Colts players twice because I fucking gave it to Rivers last week, so that's not for such a young team. They got a lot of fucking burnt out dudes on it. So, because so I, just I, keep feeding Jonathan Taylor. Feed Jonathan Taylor, develop Pittman, hope that Paris Campbell comes back and is as good, and get Naeem Hines the ball. I guess. I guess. Because I mean, he's, I guess, the most... Put him in the slot. Yeah, put him just in the slot. Just put him in the run. slot. Yeah. Also, he didn't get a single carry because you're feeding That's the ball it. to Jordan Wilkins, who's not good. Stop giving... It's bad. Not good. I don't like watching Jordan Wilkins have the ball. It makes me sad. It is not fun to watch. All right. And the Vikings, I don't... They're so bad that there's almost nothing to say about them. Because the, What they, is going on with Kirk Cousins? Like, yeah, my God, what is I, he doing? I was, like, super high on them. I thought... There was, was a too. chance that they were maybe one of the better teams in the NFC, but nothing is going right for them. Like everything nope. is breaking. He's a more expensive ways. Christian Ponder. <laughs> Ooh. Damn. Ooh, that is a lot of concrete to put in someone's shoes. There, saying that shit, man. Holy fuck. Um, yeah, I guess I, I I guess that is a really good way to put it. Um, it, it he was just. He had people in his face. I, I do think that the front of that defense is a little bit more intense than people give them credit for in, in Indy. However, it it looked like he was being harassed even when he wasn't. Like things were just constantly going wrong for him. Things were getting. He had a couple of those picks were just like doinks, like tip drill shit. So like it wasn't all on Kirk Cousins, but Adam Thielen had those like three catches that he had like in the first drive or two drives, and then he disappeared disappeared gone and i again somewhere somewhere some uh someone somewhere someplace for stuff on digs everyone thought they'd be just fine when he left they missed nope. the shit out no. of him yeah I, I don't think we'll end up talking about the bills game but he is so good for josh allen he was exactly what josh allen needed um so he was very underrated for what he did for this team guys that were supposed to like accelerate and be contributors like Irv Smith and Alexander Madison are ghosts. They are empty jerseys right now. And so it's, they need someone to step up. Justin Jefferson led the team with three receptions for 44 yards. Yep. Wowza. 
Watch out for this train. Yeah. So I I do not know. So NFC North was supposed to be one of the leagues, uh, the divisions that was extra hard to predict, but it was because all the teams were so good. Anyone could win. I don't know. I I think. I think the Packers are gonna run run away with it, and the Bears will be spicy here and there, and that's it. I think everything else is. Yep, that's what it's looking like. Yep, and I'm still not off my I'm still not off my Lions take though. Galladay comes back, and we might be we might see a different Lions team. So I'm not completely bailing on that. But once again, my parachute's on, and I have my ripcord ready, and I'm about to ask for forgiveness (laughs) for saying the things I said about the Lions. If the year 2020 was a sports franchise, it would be the Lions. Because just like everything just keeps breaking <laughs> in the Lord. most depressing way for them. Um, so they have to have a juju change in order for them to do anything, I think. But maybe when Matt Patricia is sewn the door and put in the same prison cell as Adam Gase's, that franchise will be allowed to move on. All right. Maybe. And Jeff Okuda needs to figure out football again. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, he... Yeah. Yeah, he was he was bad today. He was very bad today. It was the first game he played, but I, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the cleanest prospects we've ever seen come out of that position got worked by fucking MVS and Almas. It was it was it was bad. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. You guys want to talk about any of these other games or? I mean, we could talk. We can touch just real briefly on the Buffalo game. Ed, Buffalo. They. I haven't. I've never been a Buffalo hater. Like I like Josh Allen. We all have. We talk about him and kind of in nauseum at, by now. But <clears throat> this was the first game that I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like Diggs is like a switch. All of a sudden, I'm like, "He's a man." Jesus, they're Again. all like they just seem like such a cohesive team. All of a sudden, theme of it's week, crazy. theme of week two. You give a team an ability to be explosive and to score when they want. All difference in the world. And yeah. also, I was never on board with Zach Moss as, as a feature back prospect. And when everyone was like, he's going to take over that job, I was kind of like, I still is that Devin Singletary's job. I know there's not a huge statistical difference in, in what you're seeing, like on the box score, but eyeball wise, that dude has so much more pop. Than Zach Moss does. Yep. I, I just I just feel like I agree. And, and and they're splitting it, which is fair. Again, you have to have roles when you're when you're constructing an offense, but it I still think that he's the back there and he's definitely the one that I enjoy watching the most. So so yeah. Also, there was another player that popped for me, and that was Gabriel Davis. I I was sleeping on him. I'm not gonna lie. I slept on him. I was like, ah, whatever. And then sure enough, this dude is trying to prove me wrong today. He had a so he only had one catch. It was a nice catch. Um, I I did put a sure. fair bit of tape in on him in the process. It's one of those things where when you're by far the best athlete at the school you're playing at, sometimes they're like, "Hey, fast guy, go run fast," and they just send you on nine routes. <laughs> and uh, that's sure, especially when you're playing like no name defenses. Yeah, like and that was yeah. super his tape. Like if you watch his tape, it's they're just telling him to run a hundred yard wind sprints over and over again and so i really wasn't sure what to make of him but he made a nice catch down at the goal line which is not something i've seen him do before so yeah he, he could have a little bit of oomph hidden in there for sure i yeah. guess we'll, everyone say something sure. about the dolphins before we leave um the opposite from the i'm fucking done of the week award to the i'm fucking here award of the week goes to mike Gusecki, 
Jesus goddamn Christ, that guy's a good football player. His stats are good. He got in the end zone, and he was just wonderful to watch. Oh, this tape was good. He was. It was fun to watch. Oh, my goodness. That... He had the he had the catch of the week, like the ball oh, for sure. thrown three yep. yards behind his head, and he just reaches out and Spider Man grabs it. Like oh, so good. Um, I will say, and still has the momentum to go forward. Mm-hmm, exactly. And uh, <laughs> at the beginning of this game, I was I had kind of had a feeling that the Dolphins were going to be really disappointing this year because they kind of had a little bit of pixie dust last year. Everyone thought they're going to be bad, and they kind of upswung and were better than people thought they were. And I thought they might got too much credit coming into this year, and then they were going to be bad again, and everyone's going to kind of dump on them. And they play, they came out real flat, but they kept this game close. They only lost by three. Lost yeah. by three in a game where Josh Allen was pretty much unstoppable. But still a solid organization. You know, and you know who's still here? Magic. You know who's still here and alive and well? Dude, I'm about to say it. I'm about to say it. Is Fitzpatrick going to steal another quarterback's job for another season? <laughs> He's gonna hang out. He didn't, he didn't I was gonna say Devonte Parker. Oh, okay, oh, okay, my bad. I want to say Fitz Magic oh, because the dude you pay him, he just goes away. It's the, it's a Fitzy curse. Yeah. But yeah, Devonte Parker five for fifty. He really burned the universe. Well, apparently that yeah. game, Devonte Parker's touchdown didn't actually get aired because that network was having yep the like video out. problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like Devonte Parker's touchdown was actually a contested catch that was looking pretty smooth. So Devontae Parker allegedly. is still alive and well. Allegedly. With, alleged, allegedly. But fifth-year breakout, Devontae Parker as, as is still alive I'm and well in the sixth year. That touchdown is an accounting error until I'm proven otherwise with video evidence. So, yep. <laughs> didn't happen. So, Somebody hacked NFL it. Red Zone had it. Had to had give it. him a point. Cardinals doubled up the Washington football team 30-15. to 15. Ha-ha. Didn't say it. Um so, Terry McLaurin's the only offensive weapon on Washington. That's not news. We were very eager last week to hand out back rubs and hand jobs about how great Ron Rivera is, and he's still good, still respectful. Uh, his team's bad, and uh, they got yep. smoked by a team that is on the upswing. And if you're wondering what the Arizona Cardinals were supposed to look like uh, under Cliffy Boy, it was this. Um, they scored it well. Yep. Kyler Murray was fucking electric. He threw a gross yep. pick, maybe the grossest pick of the week. He just threw it into a beehive, a beehive of defensive backs. It was bad. But other than that, mwah, beautiful game from him. Dynamic. Good running. One, yeah. of the, one of the funnest players to watch in the whole league. Um, and they're going to just feed Hop. They're going to feed him. They're going to feed, 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 feed him. Uh, but they're not going to stretch him. They're not going to use him to stretch the field which is interesting. I, I do think this team has put Kirk and Isabella in those roles. Is another one of those offense where everyone does their part and everyone gets a touch. So, uh, so yeah. And uh, Dwayne Haxon's played good enough that he's probably your guy. So, uh, good job, guys, today. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before you leave? No. Uh, it was outside of injuries. It's pretty exciting. There are a couple of exciting games, but man, the injuries. This was one of the worst weeks I've ever seen. Um, big names, too. It's Bad not gross. just... Yeah. Bad gross. But yeah, that's it. All right. Yeah. Well, make sure you come back next week. Clark will be back. Uh, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Wisco Kunze, and you can follow Cody at... Codarius1. And Pete at... JellyX2 underscore... Excellent. And also follow the show at FB underscore Hot Boys and follow us on Twitch. What is that, Cody? 
Um, it's football HB. Uh, we're going to start streaming these. Um, if you want to stop by, we're going to do it around 7.30 central time. Between 7.30 and 8, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, on and once we'll continue to do this. And if you guys uh, want to come there, ask questions, like after the podcast, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll might hang around, go over some tape. I don't know. We'll just kind of chill. Yeah, we're yeah. just um, kind of figuring out what exactly this is going to be. And we're kind of expo- yeah. uh, experimenting with some stuff. And some stuff in our personal lives are going to be changing here shortly. So we'll have some more flexibility yeah. on content we're going to do. And eventually, before the end of the year, we're hoping to do uh, two shows a week. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see when we get to that. And but, next uh, uh, next month sure. we're going to start our OnlyFans, so you'll see us. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, subscribe. Subscribe to that. To also, Patreon. just just come to our houses and look in our windows. We'll yeah, probably be do doing it. something worth watching. Yep. All right. Well, let us know what you want to see. Yep. Just 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 say it. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> just TC grilling shirtless. Just yep. grilling. <laughs> we have butt plug collection that's now complete. Beautiful. So, all right. Great show, guys. Uh, see you guys next week. Say hi out there, boys. <laughs>